Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. suffer wrongdoing than to drag the name of Jesus through the secular court system. That's the kind of thing we're talking about here. He's like, don't, don't, give, don't give the enemy any room. Don't give him anything to work with to somehow hinder or interfere with the eternal well-being of a person around you. Don't, don't do that. Don't do it. There are more important things than your rights, more important things even than your own physical well-being. We're talking about eternal things here. As easy as it can be to resort to handling things from a secular perspective, we tarnish and misrepresent the name and image of Christ whenever we do so. As Pastor Robert will teach you in his message today, we as believers are to regularly guard our hearts from providing any stronghold for our enemy to divide, conquer, and stir up strife within the body of Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus says it's not about your rights. The Bible is telling us it's, it's not about my rights. It's not about my comfort. It's, it's not supposed to be about my needs, my interests, my wishes. How did he word it? All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. The word means constructive. Not all things are constructive. Not all things are, are going to be beneficial to you and the people around you. In verse 24, let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. If you're a Christian, if you've, you've been made one with the Lord spiritually, and you're being made one with each other, with the body of Christ, you're now one loaf, and what you do affects others. Always. Either positively or, or not so much. And, and so... The, what he's telling us here is, listen, you have great liberty, but, but you need to live a life of love. You need to be aware that your decisions could very well impact somebody else. And you could hinder them. You know, you, you could... I don't believe you can keep them from getting saved. I question whether or not we may be able to make it take longer than it should have. Maybe your foolish choices, your selfish Choices that are about your comfort and your, your wishes and your interests and your needs causes this person next to you to not see as clearly, as quickly as they could have had you been making selfless, sacrificial, loving choices. And so maybe they have to endure some stuff that they wouldn't have. 
not saying this is etched in stone, that part. I'm just throwing some things out for you to consider. The Bible tells us clearly that there are consequences for foolish choices. There, there are consequences for our selfishness. And, and quite often, other people pay part of the price. And let me put it this way. You don't have to raise your hand. Please don't raise your hand. But how many of you have been negatively impacted by the sinful choices of another person? I'd be willing to bet 90% of you have, one way or another. Drunk driver, just flat-out criminal. 20 years ago, I was caught up in the middle of a bank robbery. Not a huge big deal, thank the Lord, for me. There was an older lady there, though, who was completely traumatized. She lost her husband on Friday, comes into the bank on Monday to try to settle her affairs, and she just happened to be in the wrong place at the right time, and this guy slams her to the floor and puts his foot in her neck. I'd say she had some nightmares and probably some things to work through after that. Not her fault. This man made evil choices, and it impacted her negatively. You see what I'm driving at? Now, when you bring into the equation the fact that the Bible says spiritually, you and I who are his are now one. There's an integration that has already taken place. It's growing, it's going to grow, but it's already, it's already taken place. And, and, and now you magnify that big time. And that's what he's talking about. You need to limit your liberty. You limit it with love. Don't make choices just based on what works for you. Make choices based on what you believe is going to be in the best interest of the people around you. Is this going to negatively affect the people who will be there? Will it negatively affect my church family? Will it negatively affect my family? Do you realize there would be no affairs ever if husbands and wives lived by that? There would never be an affair. I, I don't, there just wouldn't be because they, they would be taking into consideration the impact on their children, the impact on their church, the impact on, 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 you know, the spouse. I mean, that would be their first concern and it, it would never get to the self gratification part, whether we're speaking emotional or physical. It wouldn't get there because they're so focused on the well being of the people around them. It'd be a lot of blissful homes, too, a lot of, a lot of incredible marriages if we lived this out, just with the people we love the most, let alone with the rest of our church family. Fourth and final point, verse 32, he says, Give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God. You know what? That covers everybody. Because what he's talking about are the Jews, the non-Jews, the Christians. Basically, he's just saying, just do your best not to give an offense to anyone, ever. That's a challenge. Yeah, and he even goes further. In the next verse, he says, Just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. Imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ. Paul says, that's what Jesus, that's the example that he's given us. It's the example that I try to follow. Now follow my example as I follow his example. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Just try to make everybody happy. Is that possible? No. No. But the fourth point, even though it is impossible to please everybody, love is going to give it a good shot. If you're going to live a life of sacrificial love... You're going to be focused for his sake, not because you're a people pleaser. I had a brother come up after the last service and say, trying to find the balance in this. I mean, are you saying, you know, I mean, what's the difference in what you're talking about and, and, and just being a, a people pleaser? And I said, well, a people pleaser, people pleaser, you know, someone with the fear of man, as the Bible words it, they're, they're just worried about what you think about them. You know, I'm, it, to put myself in that place, if I'm only worried about what you think about me, well, now I'm a man pleaser. And I won't tell you the hard things. I won't get up here and talk to you about yoga. It's too easy not to. 
because I know I'm going to get letters. And I just kind of blow right past that. Next, chapter 11, we just skip it as if it's not even there. Because trust me, that one's going to open a whole can of worms. People pleasers are worried about themselves. What Paul is talking about is worrying about one another and pleasing our Father. That's the focus. That's the focus. I'm, I'm going to be sensitive to your culture. I'll, I'll end with one last illustration that hopefully will express it. I was in Peru three, four years ago. You know, we have a, 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 a we sent one of our elders down there ten years ago, and they've established several churches. and And, and I was I was down to teach and and be there with them. And we were in a small group in the church. And after a service, there were maybe ten or fifteen people there. And and um, one of the men, one of the leaders in in the church there, says to me, Pastor, can I borrow your pen? And I said, Yeah, sure. Here you go. We do that all the time here. This guy's face went white, his eyes got big. He looked at me, and Brian, the, the missionary, immediately started apologizing for me. And I'm like, what did I do? And I realized he's telling me, you know, Pastor Robert is from Miami. He doesn't understand our, our you know, Peruvian etiquette and, you know, social norms, and he doesn't realize that he just treated you like a, like a dog, throwing you a bone. Like, no. <laughs> I'm tossing the guy a pen. He asked for a pen. I'm just tossing him a pen. But do you understand? I, I violated something that I didn't even know existed culturally. That's the kind of thing Paul's talking about. He's like, don't, don't do anything that's going to in any way hinder your witness or undermine your ability to minister to someone and affect their eternal well-being. You know, so many Christians will put silly stuff in a place of priority. Having a glass of wine in public, you know, going, the, your, the, our right to enjoy a glass of wine or a beer or our, our right to go to a yoga class or fairness. You know, at one point Paul says, don't sue one another. Christians, better to just suffer wrongdoing than to drag the name of Jesus through the secular court system. That's the kind of thing we're talking about here. He's like, don't, don't give... Don't give the enemy any room. Don't give him anything to work with to somehow hinder or interfere with the eternal well-being of a person around you. Don't, don't do that. Don't do it. There are more important things than your rights, more important things even than your own physical well-being. We're talking about eternal things here. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry, and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. 
Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 